The book of Jeremiah 17:11. As a partridge that that broods but does not hatch, so is he who gets riches, but not by right. It will leave him in the midst of his days, and at his end he will be a fool. A very interesting uh, prob proverb, as it were. Here it's referring to such a nature of obtaining wealth that involves actions taken by this partridge who, bro who broods what she did not lay. Such a method of obtaining wealth that we see in this parable in eggs laid by someone different is a crime for which you will need to pay the price of eternal suffering in the lake of fire which is prepared for the devil and his angels. The thing is the partridge who broods that what she has not laid is a person who actually is confessing the promises of prosperity that are written in scripture and so they're warming this promise as it were or brooding it it's comparing uh, these people with this partridge who is brooding eggs she did not lay and so such people these are not confessing things based on what God wants or his will but rather the will of the demonic prince mammon put, put into their flesh. They take places of scripture and they state God wants us to, pro to be prosperous. It's not in, in their heart, this promise. Their heart is captured with mammon, not with God. And so if God has captured your heart, then you can uh, brood all things correctly. You will be able to receive the seed of the kingdom inside of yourself and you grow then the seed and by growing it, that means you're brooding it symbolically as this partridge broods these eggs. She should be brooding her own. And so a person who confesses the faith of his heart, he is not seeking materialistic prosperity. He is taking God's promises and finds out the time in which he needs to be confessing. He meditates. Uh, he grows he broods them, he, he, he grows this fruit. Having eggs is their fruit or the result that contains the reason which is seeking the kingdom of heaven in his strength. It's referring here to the fact that a person needs to brood those eggs or grow those promises that contain the kingdom of heaven in God's strength and to determine what eggs we are brooding, our own legitimate eggs that are laid by us or a strangers laid by someone different, we need to pay attention to first, our behavior when it comes to wealth, and second, our behavior when it comes to tithes and offerings. Our behavior towards wealth is to rule over money, which is demonstrated first in our joy in what we have or our fulfillment or our faithfulness in little which indicates the ability to be to invest into these means and second in our sincere thanksgiving to God for what we have at the same time our behavior when it comes to tithes and offerings needs to first show itself in our relationship with God and second in our relationship uh, with the place we bring them it's important when we honor God with our tithes and our offerings to uh, look at where we're doing this and it needs to be upon the place 
uh, where God has put a remembrance for his name. This needs to be a place, a church, that satisfies the requirement of the good wife, who has the virtue of a narrow gate, who is the door through which a person can enter into heaven. Such a church has within itself the order of the kingdom of heaven, which consists in God's theocracy, where at the head of the church there is one person, and he tends all, including the helpers. But it is not a church where their leader is chosen by the matter of a democratic vote, the majority vote. Such a person is controlled by a a, a council, the pastor or the person whom God has placed, the pastor, he is not controlled by anyone and he listens to God. These that are elected, they deceive uh, the people, they tell them what they want to hear. If they want to hear it, they he will be telling them these things and so it's important to understand where we are bringing our tithes. We need to bring them into the house where there's food. But you'll say, well, there's food there too. There's no food there. There's a surrogate. There's a, a, a deception, as it were. A sister in Canada asked me, what food? I was preaching and uh, and they said, what depths you are, are you revealing? Are you re- revealing to us? And I told them, I am I'm offering to you a, a infant's food, as it were. And they started questioning, well, what are we actually receiving in this church? And so what you do here is uh, what often will be received in churches is uh, water that is blended with some kind of uh, chalk that makes it look like maybe milk, but it's not actually the milk of the word. And so one who is elected by the majority vote will not be able to present God with his heart and the truth of scripture will not be revealed to him. He will, with his mind, interpret things, but he will never uh, demonstrate that truth uh, in an undamaged way. He will be damaging it whether he wants to or not. We need to thank God that we, that our church is uh, corresponding to the requirement of the narrow gate, the good wife, here specifically, we need to honor God with our tithes and our offerings, and we need to do this by seeking Him. We don't seek materialistic prosperity. We seek God, who has given us His oath promises. And these oath promises, when we seek God, we symbolically are brooding these, uh, over, uh, and we're sitting on these and brooding uh, these promises. And so right now we are going to honor God with our tithes and our offerings because our honoring God without bringing of our tithes is not honor, it's not worship. And we can't even enter to God's courts. We may be physically in the church who is the good wife, but if we don't comprehend how to honor God with our tithes and our offerings, we uh, will not be able to enter into the courts of God and are not members, whether even if we may be physically present. Let us stand up and sing. We will demonstrate our love to God and we will honor Him with our tithes and our offerings.
I will gladly remind us that every time when Israel honored God with their tithes and their offerings, either in the tabernacle of Moses or the temple of Solomon, they were required as a command God gave Moses to stretch out their hands over their tithes and proclaim a great proclamation, which they were faithful to for thousands of years. We are that same Israel. We are connected to the same roots we're nourished by the same olive tree, we will do the same thing. Please stretch out your hand over your tithes and pray together with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated my tithe from my house and have brought it into your temple so that you may have food within your house. I do not give in impurity and I do not give in sorrow and I do not give for the dead, I rejoice that I have the privilege to demonstrate my love 
and to acknowledge your authority. And now in accordance to your words, I pray right now, may your heavenly windows be open to me and may your blessing come without end upon your redeemed nation. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen, amen. May God bless you. You may be seated.